we need each other. That's facts. I need, I need my sisters. I need my brothers out here. A coward dies a thousand deaths, and for all the bootlickers, may you die a thousand and one. The place for the realest conversations. Tori, you want all the action? Or you want all the smoke? Oh, this man, I'm with all that smoke too, man. I didn't see Ron Johnson. He trash. Chisholm is trash. How the hell are you here to help us and your kids are dying in the street? I understand that this is Milwaukee and everyone believes that if someone says something, it's mentioned. It's not. I don't care if it's the past. If you see the past or acting right, you check that fool. Where's the results? Talking topics that need to be highlighted and discussed in our communities. Would you trade places with a black person? Uh, yeah, sure. No, I would not. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever said the N word? Come on, be the ready? truth. We on the truth. <laughs> <laughs> Unfiltered and unfazed. This is the Tory Lowe Show on 1017 The Truth and The Truth App. The reason I believe the racism is getting worse is because whites know that they will be outnumbered in about 20, 21 years. They're going to be outnumbered. Hey, Tory, man. How are you doing, brother? I'm actually from India. We brown people can totally relate with you. And sometimes it's like, did that just happen to me? We have to not let the government mind efforts either. That cop ain't never been brought to the public because he ain't normal and he may not even exist no more. Say no more. Release the video. You know, you keep on doing what you're doing, man. You're going to take over this talk radio, man. Just keep on focusing on what you're focusing on. I wish you a lot of love. God bless you, brother. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio in Milwaukee, here is Tori Lowe. The truth, the most requested advocate in the state. 101.7 FM. The movement continues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Milwaukee, stand yeah. up. Yeah, stand it's Tory Low, the truth. From one to four, we about that action. So tap in and let's go. Let's go. We want that justice. We want all the smoke. From Monday through Friday, trying to bring the city hope. Yeah. So we low from one to four, Monday through Friday, let's go. We bout that action from the block, and we ready, let's go. Tap in, and it ain't no holding back. We ready, we ready. One of us having the truth. Tory Low, Tory Low Show. Live from American Family Insurance Studio, downtown at the Avenue. The movement continues. The marathon continues right here on 101.7 FM. Thank you for joining me this Friday, March 3rd, 2023. Hey, it's Friday. How you doing, Benjamin? Amazing. Hey. And how y'all doing out there in Radio Land? Truth Nation, it's Friday. Uh, and, you know, I, I usually try to take it easy on Fridays, but they is not giving me... Uh, that ability to take it easy. So much stuff going on out here that we got to talk about. But I did want to talk about this at the top of the hour. Uh, This is my 13th year anniversary for advocacy 
in my city. Um, I remember when I first started uh, dealing with the needs and the concerns of others, it, it just seemed like it was, I didn't even know where to start. And I think that I look back 13 years into it, and it's just amazing the growth and the things that were were uh, able to be done with no funding, with no uh, grant monies, with no assistance, uh, only dealing with the people, using social media, and I was able to do a lot. That's why I don't uh, take excuses from people, you know, when it's time to get things done because I'm living proof that we can do it ourselves. We can get out here and we can make changes on our own. And a lot of people tried to downplay what I was doing because I, I really didn't know the fabric of the city. I was gone. I was gone for 11 years. I was born and raised in Milwaukee, but I left and went to Iowa, Minnesota for uh, 11 years. And when I came home, um, you know, and I decided to get to work, I was out of these loops. So I spent my 20s and 30s out in Iowa and Minnesota. Most of my 20s, most of my 30s, most of my younger years uh, out of, out of, outside of Milwaukee. So I didn't, you know, I didn't go to the clubs. I didn't, you know, I wasn't rubbing shoulders with a lot of people, you know. So when I came back, I was like, uh, you know, in my 30s, in my late 30s. So when I came home, I was... I was already made from being through experiences out in Iowa and Minnesota, extreme uh, discrimination, extreme hate out there. So when I came home, I was basically made. I always tell people I was made in Minnesota. You know, the you know when I when it comes to me dealing with racism and uh, I'm a victim of a hate crime, and I, I had to go through a lot of things, and I and I hardly even talk about those things that took place in Minnesota. But I'll tell you this: when I came home, I was ready to get to work. And I did not know that Milwaukee had like silos, different groups, you know, and they all worked together and they all, you know, you know, when I came home, it was more like it was a party atmosphere. The party people was 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 doing a lot. It was all these different colored parties, chocolate party, white party, you name it. If it was a color, you name it, it was a party. And uh, there was less emphasis on the community as far as what was going on with the people and so when I started dealing with the people straight up I met a lot of backlash you know and, and the party people was connected to the politicians and uh, you know so I wasn't a part of that group so I mainly operated on the outside of that group and I was helping families going house to house you know like they say a a, a door-to-door salesman <laughs> I was a I was a door-to-door advocate. I was going around. People was calling me. I was going to their house. I was helping them. I was working them through the problems, and we was getting results that way. And I never took one penny. I, I never took one penny from those that asked for my assistance. Never. Not one penny. And it was the mission that can we do it? Can we get it done? Can we bring a result that was that I was focused on? Many times, uh, going through the struggles of uh, the things that was going on in my own life, coming back home, my grandmother had passed away, um, things were, were going on personal in my life, and I just kept it moving. I never, every day was a new day, every day was a different situation, and 
from then to now, when I look back and then when we on the radio, that's why I say the movement continues. We on the air now. You know, still, when I get off the air, I still have to deal with families. But we're transforming. We're elevating. Things are happening in a way where it's outside of the established order. And I was blacklisted. I was blacklisted. When they saw me coming, they, you know, they didn't even say too much to me. I, don't, I still don't know nobody downtown at, at, at a city hall. I don't know them. I see them. I know what they don't do. And I do know what the things that they do do, that they do do. <laughs> hey, I could have I played on that word. But, but, but what I'm saying is it was about, with me, it was about if we can bring a result to families in need. And I was able to work my way all the way uh, through Milwaukee through uh, the towns on the outskirts. Then next thing you know, I started going to different townships. Next thing you know, uh, white people was contacting me because they needed assistance, uh, Native Americans, Hispanics. I started helping so many people that I'm looking up, and I'm all over the state of Wisconsin, going all over the state of Wisconsin because I was on social media, and uh, they were reaching out to me. And then next thing you know, I look up, and you got this pile of work full of uh results full of people saying thank you that you were able to help us and it was a great journey it was a it was a great journey but now we on a new journey we on a new journey uh god bless me truth nation to have a career i i I went to school for broadcasting and now i have my broadcasting career and i'm extremely blessed to bring families onto uh the show and talk about some of the things that are going on in the neighborhood so you can hear what's truly going on. I believe for a long time what was happening underneath in our neighborhoods were hidden. And, and a lot of the mainstream news outlets, they were only after the drama, the killings, the, the you know, the crime. But, but when it comes to uh, evictions or stronger things that are happening to common citizens, sometimes that, that never made the news. And we're changing things because they are they are talking about these situations now because I exist. I was able to use social media to go viral. You know how I many I went viral so many times uh, before. Uh, you know, back in you know 2011, uh, back in uh, 20 early early 2011, 2012, 2013. I've been going viral for a long time, just pushing stories out there that nobody would touch. And now I'm winning awards right here on 1017 The Truth. I got a Wisconsin Broadcast Association Award. I'm getting people calling me uh, the Pulitzer Prize people, Pulitzer Prize people calling me, you know, wanting me to attend some of the things that they're doing. We're taking it to the next level. We're going up the ladder. We're trying to broaden what we can do. And I appreciate everybody that ever supported me, that ever liked, that ever shared, that ever, you know, just kind of said, hey, Tori, can I assist? It was powerful. It was powerful. And uh, I got some new T-shirts to commemorate the 13-year anniversary. I'll be posting those T-shirts online. Uh, I like to thank uh, Carrie Noni and her uh, friend Corey coming up with the shirts. I mean, powerful, powerful shirts. Uh, also, I started my first nonprofit. 
it's been on the low. It's been there. I started my first nonprofit. I'll be uh, revealing that here soon uh, because I think that I know what to do with the funding. So I think after 13 years of going through the neighborhoods, seeing where the issues were, the real true issues were, and 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 how to actually bring a result to certain things, now it's time to uh, put this nonprofit out here so we can help more people. While I'm doing my broadcasting, I can train people to help people take a direct hands-on approach to the situations of violence, public safety, human trafficking, uh, you name it. We we I, I got a blueprint for it. I got a kind of an idea on how to deal with it due to the fact that I was not afraid to take a hands-on approach to many of the situations that was going on in the neighborhoods. So I am so excited. I'm looking forward to the future. I'm looking forward to the next 10 years and I'm blessed. And I was blessed to uh, have the ability to advocate right here in the city of Milwaukee, where they say that it's the worst place to raise a black child, where it's the worst place to raise a black family. I tell people, uh, Milwaukee has a lot of negative statistics on the north side. And if it's going to turn around, it's our generation turn. It's our generation turn to tackle these situations, to address what we see. And I think that it's time for us to take the power back, to take that power back and put it in our hands. And that's what I've been able to do. I, I'm not telling uh you to do something that I didn't try to attempt, Truth Nation. Everything I'm telling y'all to do, I've actually went out there, did it, saw that it could be done, and there's actually some type of logic and formula to it. I'm not just thinking up something or uh, looking at other cities and saying this is what we got to do. And a lot of people plagiarize ideas from other cities. You know, they, they, they're not presenting things that they actually went out and tried to figure out they presenting ideas and thoughts, and then they want to practice and and test it on you. <laughs> and that and that and, and and I'll tell you this: if you don't come up with ideas that are uh, original to the township, you're gonna fail every time. Because how some things that are able to work in Chicago or able to work in different townships, they have different. It's a different flow. It's a different energy in each town. So you got to have a custom made plan. It has to be custom made for the area. And I think that right now it's a better, it's no better time than now for us to start getting out here. It's, it's almost springtime. Uh, it's about to get hot. And I think that it's time for us to really start making those mental changes and stop going along with the status quo, stop going along with the get along. And I think that it's time for us to look outside the window, outside in the neighborhoods and see what we can do. And I think there's a lot that, that can be done. Uh, once again, I'll be uh, unveiling my first nonprofit, how you can help here pretty soon. And I think that we can do this. I really, truly believe that we can do this because some of the ideas that I'm going to teach, I went and did it myself. I did it. I know what, it can, what can happen. And it was, it's custom made for us. Something that's really ours. And I'm excited. I'm excited. Uh, I'll always, I'll always be on the air as long as I'm on the air, and I'll always be able to have families come on to the show and talk about things that's concerning to us. 
And many times we break news right here on the Tory Lowe show before it gets to the mainstream. And that's been a blessing. That's been a, a, a real blessing to have this platform, to have the truth. I'm, and I'm blessed to have the staff uh, here at the truth uh, at GKB and everybody a part of the GKB team because it's just amazing to see the elevation. When God elevates you and start working you around the people, he'll put the people in place that need to be there. And I always say, don't ever worry about uh, who's around and who's not around. You just keep pushing. Keep your eyes on the prize. Stay focused. Yeah, it's going to be days where you're going to be like, man, it won't make sense. It, it just It's not supposed to make sense. You're just supposed to keep doing the work. A lot of things that uh, when you're doing the work, it, it may not make sense at the time. But now being my 13th year, uh, consistent, consistent, never took a break. I can see why. I, I didn't know we were in one of the worst places for black people, you know, statistically. I didn't know that. So now I see overall hindsight is twenty twenty. And now it's time for us to do greater things. It's time for us to do more work. And I'm looking extremely forward to what's going to happen in the next couple years. Hey, look, when we come back, we're going to get into the show. Truth Nation, stay locked in right here on Tory Lowe. It's the Tory Lowe Show on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Today, the liquor been taking the pain away. I heard you was giving your chain away. That's kind of like giving your fame away. What's wrong with you? I sit in a box where the owners do. Yeah, y'all know what it is, Truth Nation. I told you the truth. I can't just what a one point seven the truth. Yeah, I got one virtual, got one in that day, the only two. Tori Show! I've shown and proved, man, how many nights I've been woke, swerving the potholes, not trying to flip the, the, the wheels on the road, okay? Funny how life goes, he thought he was sick, now we wiping his nose, okay? Soon as you give him your soul, you blow up and they say you're selling your soul, okay? They want my life exposed, they want to know about the highs and lows. Well, so on one, saving okay. the truth. Tori Low, Tori Low Show, being jamming on the one and twos. Huh, we got to swing over to Maryland. Uh, mayor resigns after being arrested on 56 counts of child pornography. The mayor. <sighs> see, I, I want to take it easy on Fridays. But when you see stuff like this. And people and, and, and that's why I say y'all trusting these politicians, y'all, y'all giving them celebrity status. And y'all, y'all not holding them accountable and, and making allowing them to be servants. And then they y'all letting them blame the they blaming y'all. They got us pointing the finger at each other while they uh stuff their pockets, basically. And now it looked like they <laughs> got a thirst for the kids, uh Benjamin. Let's listen and see what's going on in Maryland right now. Police searched the former mayor's house here in College Park and recovered several electronic devices. Police arrested 47-year-old Patrick Woyan at his College Park home Thursday morning. February 17, 2023, the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children notified the Prince George's County Police that a social media account operating 
in the county possessed and distributed suspected child pornography. The image and videos had been uploaded to the social media account in January of 2023. Investigators discovered the social media account belonged to Woyan. On February 28th, police served a search warrant on his home and recovered multiple cell phones, a storage device, a tablet, and a computer. He is charged with 56 counts of possession and distribution of child pornography. In charging documents, he advised he viewed and possessed files depicting child pornography and indicated he may have passed them on. When you're entrusted with such uh, a high, high office uh, elected uh, by the people, uh, that it, it is disturbing. It's disturbing uh, in so many ways. In a statement, Woyan said, while this investigation does not involve any official business of any kind, it is in the best interest of our community that I step aside and not to serve as a distraction. The former mayor's neighbors were surprised by the news. Maybe he was into the pornography, wasn't him more so than being in a mayor, I don't know. Not pleased about it, but obviously the man is having some sort of problems, and I just hope he's uh, able to get the help that he needs. The investigation is ongoing right, and more right. charges. It just makes me, you know, sick to my stomach. The more these people who, you know, don't get in, don't get in public office, you know, I think I think they see it as a money uh, a grab. You know, these elected officials, these people that we put in these positions, I think that their agendas don't even improve the the errors. That's why Lori Lightfoot got chopped off. Like that's why that's why she got took down recently in Chicago. I mean, we gotta regroup and rethink and reshape how we vote, how we deal with our communities. And I'm talking about everybody now. I'm talking about black, white. I mean a lot of times when we they 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 be they're so divisive, the 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 machine, the government, the 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 politics, they'll make us fight each other. You know, while they sitting back in the office, while we arguing, looking at child pornography, and, and look what happened to Brett Blumey right here in, in Milwaukee. Like, uh, Curtis Schmidt. We ain't forgot about you, Curtis Schmidt. I know you listening to the truth. Uh, you in you behind bars right now. But he was uh, uh, appointed by Governor Evers. All I'm saying is we got to be extra careful because now it seems like there's a attack on the Kids, they want the babies. They're, they're trying to present ideas, adult ideas to the babies. Uh, it's a it's a group of people out here that's seeming like they're trying to uh, get wedge themselves between the parents and the kids. And and and, and I'm a I'm a you know I'm a I got on a, I got on a Republican I got on a Republican the other day. For some of their language that they use in some of these open public meetings about laws and things like that yesterday. But uh, the left, the, the the people on the left, it seemed like they got a thirst for the babies to me. Like it seemed like they're uh, getting caught more with uh, child pornography. Uh, and, and even in some cases, I seen a young boy. It was a story about a young boy that got a book out the library that was uh it was a book about gay sex in the library and uh they're having meetings on that i mean what what is really going on i think that we're arguing we're going back and forth we're uh fighting each other on little small things but the children are, have now become a target and we got to we got to kind of put a time out 
I'm talking about we all got to put a timeout because things are going on with the kids. While we're fussing and fighting about political ideas that they set out there for us to argue about, uh, when we fuss and fight about race and, and things like that, uh, it, it just leaves the door open for the kids, and 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 I don't care what race you are, if you don't, if you, if that doesn't make sense to you, what I'm saying, then something is wrong with you. Every day you're seeing people uh, getting uh, elected officials or police officers or people in law enforcement go down on on child pornography. And I'm telling you right now, we got to stop all this fussing and fighting and start focusing on what's good, what's better for all of us in our families. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I'm not, I'm not, it's not, I, I, I'm, if I have to play the bad guy, if y'all, if y'all got to call me the bad guy, because I'm telling everybody to take a time out and see what's really going on, the attack on the children. Anybody got a problem with that? You are part of the problem. Hey, look, when we come back, we'll have a pop culture report. Truth Nation, stay locked in right here on Tory Lowe. It's the Tory Lowe Show on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Truth Nation, what's poppin'? It's time to tap into Melanie Ricks for the pop culture report on the Tory Lowe Show on the new 1017 The Truth. One oh one seven The Truth, Tory Lowe, Tory Lowe Show. Joining me on the lines, MKE in the Morning Show host, Melanie Ricks for the pop culture report. How you doing, Queen? Hello. I'm doing great. How are you doing? Hey, it's a it's 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 amazing day. It's a powerful Friday, and we bless. Uh, we are very blessed, and you especially are too, because you got to read to the kiddos. I want to hear about that. Oh no, I mean you got the you had to do the cat in the hat. I, you can't, you know, it's it's very few books that can top cat in the hat when it comes to reading to the kiddos. Yeah, I, I wanted to read, well, my personal favorite book um, that I think is just good for people of all ages is All oh, the Places You'll Go. So, yeah, you're right. I did choose a, a book by the Cat in the Hat. Had to. It's a classic. But I feel like it's one of those where no matter what age you are, it, it can resonate with you. Right. I feel like it's just such a good book. I, I mean, the school gave me the books to read to the children because I didn't know exactly what age group uh for sure. Yeah, because I didn't know if it was going to be smaller children. I didn't know if it was going to be older children. But they did a great job, and, and they handed me uh, the, I think it's spring around the corner, or uh, it's something about uh, spring around the corner. And then there was another book about uh, my tangled hair, about a young black girl whose father was helping her do hairstyles, different hairstyles, till they finally got the right one. Oh, I love that. So, so what were the kiddos like? Were like oh, were they super engaged? I mean, I think we got videos of the event uh, online on one hundred one seven. Yeah, I saw that on Instagram and so cute. Uh, Facebook. I mean, the children were awesome. I mean, to me, I felt like you can't fool children. Like they know if you're genuine. 
They can feel sure. the energy. And so, I mean, I great so. energy to kids. I mean, while I was reading the book, they were participating. They they asked questions. Um, I was able to even, um, you know, have children talk about some of the things that related to the book that happened in their lives and uh, how do they know it's spring and what uh, even one child educated me and they was talking about the smells of the different seasons. And, I, and, and you oh, know, wow. I was like, I, you're right. Every season does smell different. For sure. So I was asking them, I you mean, know, different questions about stuff like that. Spring. How do you know it's spring? Uh, what are some of the things that you see around springtime? It was just amazing. I love it. And kids are just so sweet. They're like little sponges and, you know, they soak up so much information and they're so smart and they have such, you know, big voices and those little bodies. So I love that kids know more than ever these days. Like, I think that's really amazing because I did not know that there were different smells for different seasons when I was a kid, but you're right. That makes sense. I I feel that way too. Cause yeah, like in the fall, you can kind of like smell like leaves. I don't know why. Flowers. I I can smell it. Yeah, exactly. Like the flowers smell different. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It just, it just, it smells different. Then, I've, I've never then really around July, it. you yeah, get to smell like the grill, people grilling, you know, and the cut, the smell of fresh cut fresh, grass, fresh yep. cut grass. I mean, it's just so many. Then uh, when you get to October, uh, me and Benjamin was joking, and uh, we said uh, pumpkin spice. You get to smell uh, the pumpkin. Oh my God. You know, Y'all all so the restaurants start uh, making pumpkin spice coffees and stuff like that, and mochas. Yep. Yep. Oh, wow. That is so cute. I love it. Well, kids are the best. Like, right. I think that they're just, like, the best gifts that we have, and besides dogs, of course. Um, so, yeah, that is so cute. I love it. Well, I'm glad that it went well. Um, and, yeah, reading, too, by the way, that was, like, my favorite thing to do as a kid. Like, I love to read. So I, I just think that it's so cute that we're going over there and doing that. I, I had I had, I had got put in a room with David Bowen. Uh, okay. State Representative David Bourne. So, you know how you got to have the book out in front while you're reading? Yeah. So he was, and I'm left-handed. So when they sat me Wait, down. Wait, you're left-handed, Tori? Yeah, I'm left-handed. So oh. when they sat me down, uh, you know, I had the book, I had to hold the book in my right hand and, and David Bourne was right next to me. So I had to make some adjustments because, the, I mean, it was just the way we were sitting. So I think that, you know, I, I read my first book kind of like almost upside down because... <laughs> I was surprised I was able to, to 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 finish the book. I don't get why David Bowling forced you to read with your less dominant hand. No, 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 no. no. He he had nothing to do with it. It was just the way they sought us. You know, he was already in there. And then I came and sat next to him, uh, and I'm I sat closer to my right hand side. So it had nothing to do with him. Yeah. It was the fact that they just placed us uh, right next to each other like that. Nah, that's funny though, Tori. Because okay, you know that they, is funny. Because you know they said that the uh, the world is made for right-handed people, not left-handed. <laughs> right. So so like everything that we do as a society is made towards uh, geared towards right-handed right. people. That's funny. Tori, just know that a solid ten percent of all of the Earth's things are for y'all. The rest is for us. Right. <laughs> but you know, left-handed people think with the right side of the brain. Mm. Just to throw the, that up there. The, the, the right side of the brain, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's uh, it's more so for literature. L- literature and uh, what else is it for? 
I don't. I forget. I, I, I mean, just, tell, I tell just, me I as a left-handed know, I person. I just know that left-handed people think with the right side of the brain. Yeah. And right-handed people think with the left side of the brain. So, but don't we need both sides of our brains though? Don't both sides of our brain communicate, talk uh, back and forth? I think so. You know? But I think that it's uh, somewhere where I read. I was trying to see because I was coming up, and one teacher tried to make me shift hands. Mm-hmm. Once she found out I was left-handed, yeah, she deliberately tried to make me right-handed. Mm. Well, she was, oh, I was, and I was in, I, used to do. I, I remember that's when I was in sure a kindergarten thing. when I first started school, and you know you start cutting using scissors and right. Uh, you you was cutting papers backwards. Yeah, <laughs> and so so she was trying to groom me to be right handed, and it just didn't work. She tried it. Mm. Then they had to order all the left handed scissors. Like- I felt I felt special because. Then uh, after that didn't work, they had to get in the left-handed scissors and everything. I had my own little section. Ah, they had to make an investment. Right. I think they was trying to save costs. You'd be surprised, though, at how inconvenient it is for you left-handed. Like, I kind of feel bad for y'all because you're right, Ben. Like, most of the world is designed for right-handed people. Like, even desks. Like, there are just certain things that, like, mm-hmm. are for right-handed people. Like, refrigerators. You never see a refrigerator on this. Well, hold on. Let me, I don't know. Uh, I guess it depends on a refrigerator. Not, not, like, you know, most things, I feel like, like door handles. Like, right. aren't, don't you feel like they're like, they just, I don't know. Like, I know it's just kind of like you reaching forward, but I feel like most things are just designed for right-handed people. No, you're right. Yeah, like, I, We could probably find a list of things that are like inconvenient for left-handed people. I, I often think about like, how do left-handed people drive? Because, and this is this is a thought that goes in Benjamin's <laughs> mind. It, well, it's a steering wheel, but you know, usually you have like the shift or something on the right hand side. So it's kind of like I, I don't know the way I drive. Oh, you know, the way the way I ride. Sure. I, I usually drive with my left hand, but you know, my right hand is usually on my like uh, my my gear shift, if you will, or whatnot. So it provides me a little bit more more uh, uh, a better driving uh, uh, experience, if you will. But I mean, for a left handed driver, I just don't understand how they actually maneuver a car. I, I, I would think that's hard form as well i mean mm-hmm. that's just my that's thought the thing. My they logic. have no choice though they have no choice but to learn how to use their right hand just as well as their left because of that kind of stuff you're right that's a good example oh so they have to conform to the society totally. uh, to the they dominant no society to the superior society they have to conform to the majority i also heard that a lot of left-handed people and i'm not trying to be morbid but to your point they do have to conform to the right-handed society because a lot of people who are left-handed have died because of right hand, like, like, you know, what? that are primarily what? for right hand. How, how do you know this? How do you know this? I read about everything, Ben. What? what? Ben, do you know that I am fascinated that you even brought this up because you're speaking facts. Look, this is true. Most things in the world are for right hand. I've literally read about this before. Well, Mel, as I like to say, let's go down the rabbit hole. Oh, wow. Okay, let's go. <laughs> let's go. Oh, wow. Come on now. Hey, I'm so, just, go ahead. I'm listening. I, I'm trying to hear all of this. I didn't know it was that much uh, <laughs> stuff to, you know, that I had to be worried about. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. You do. Like, I ain't even trying to scare you, but it's real. Um, but I will say, though, I, I've heard that light, uh, left-handed people usually are actually better at sports because y'all have mm. are, like, forced to – be able to use both hands equally. Right. And so typically left-handed people just end up being better at sports because y'all almost like get like a head start on like hand-eye coordination, I guess. If that's the best way of looking at it. But 
Well, um, yeah, like y'all have had well, to well, try I, to use your right hand a little bit more than your left, and I don't know. I, I think it helps you in sports well, too. Well, it helped me win a lot of fights mm. because okay, my funny. my left hand was my strong hand, and I'm a southpaw, but I always jab with my left hand too. So they thought that my strong hand was my right hand, but really it was my left hand. Mm, so you can fix somebody. Uh, yeah, they, I was jabbing them with my strong hand the whole time. I'm not going to lie to you guys because I'm fascinated by this. So I decided to figure out, you know, and dive inside of a, a left-handed person's world oh, and, wow. and, and a few of their struggles. All right. And, you know, I get on my Googles and I do my due diligence. Right. And I feel so bad for y'all. I feel so <laughs> no, bad don't feel for bad y'all. Bad for us. I mean, OK, look, this, this may be something that you haven't even really thought of, but it's something that you actually face. All right. So, Tori, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, again, you are a left handed individual. Yes, you know, I'm, I'm standing up for my lefties. You know, all uh, hands, lives matter. OK. Um, left hand lives matter. <laughs> left hand lives matter. <laughs> <laughs> Not the all. I don't even know what you said at first, Ben, but that was funny. <laughs> oh, but it goes on to say, look, pins at the bank are always attached on the right side. Oh, wow. Oh, and it made me think, like, how uncomfortable you have to be to actually use your left hand because then you got to scoot closer to, like, uh, where, where the teller's, teller's uh, desk is or whatever. It puts you in a, in a tight pocket. Just turn yourself on an angle. See, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm, I, I don't have to do that. I, I, oh, I, I'm wow. privileged, Tori. I'm oh, privileged, wow. okay? I am a right-handed individual, and right-handies do not do those types of things. Right, right, right privilege. Right privilege. <laughs> it also goes on to say when you're left-handed, writing in spiral notebooks and three-ring binders is actually a special kind of torture. Can you explain that, Tori? Do you, do you feel well, like well, you have well, to— your, hand, your arm do come across the, the, the rings. <laughs> you know, when you try to write, it's right there, yeah. So you, you got to reach your, over the rings to write down your name. Your, your elbow scrapes the rings, bro. No, like, the wrist. You know, the wrist. Oh. I, I didn't feel like that was torture, though. I don't know. I, I kind of feel like it is. Uh, another one goes on to oh, say, wow. old, school can openers, uh, old school can openers only work well in the right hand. Lefties have to reach across the can and turn the crank at a really awkward angle. Is, is, this, is, this, a, is this a thing, Tori? I don't know, because... I found out that we weren't, you know how you use the can opener and you turn it uh, where it's not over the can, it's going down the side? Well, some can openers was made for you to hold it on the top of the can and, and clip it from the top around the ring. Nah, see, but that's in a left-handed person's world. I don't do that, Tori. Right, but that that's the actually the right way to use a can opener. I think that we was using it wrong. We was taught wrong because I usually clip it on the sides mm. and then do it, but it's supposed to be clipped over the top. Okay, well, another one. And see, and this is what I'm talking about. It comes down to driving. All right, and I mean, Truth Nation, uh, uh, tap in with us, okay? Uh, and let me know if y'all are I'm actually— just, I'm, just, I'm just being entertained, Truth Nation. I'm just listening. This is, this is kind of funny. It goes on to say uh, car cup holders are almost never on the left, uh, left side for U.S. drivers. Mm. Tori, you always have to put your, your cup on the— You got you to gotta wow. do extra. You got to do but extra, bro. But that's where bro. the ambidextrous come in. Well, you're good with the right and the left. But the fact I mean, that you even have to be ambidextrous, that's part of the problem. Dang. But that's why we think faster on our feet, though. I do mm. want to go back to the whole thinking thing because Tori was absolutely right. He hit the nail on the head. The brain is cross-wired, which means that the right side controls the left side of the body and vice versa. Um, and there's a saying, actually, only left-handed people are in their right mind. Right. That's because the sure. right side of the brain <laughs> is facts. <laughs> that's facts. That's a, that's a real fact. Right that's really a bar. I like that's that. That's why when right-handed people go left, I expect it. 
Okay, that's hilarious to me. And then another thing is, did you know that August 13th is International Left-Handed Day? So hey. on August 13th, we celebrate, uh, we celebrate and promote awareness of the problems that we experience living in a largely right-handed world. I'm not kidding. That's the definition We're of it. We're being oppressed. <laughs> oh, wow. Y'all definitely being oppressed. I did not realize as a left-handed person I, how oppressed I was until this show, right? Until the, until oh, yes, Until I came on this show. To- yes, Tori. <laughs> Let us right-handed people tell you about the privilege we have. <laughs> right privilege. Oh, wow. Right-handed <sighs> privilege. I love it. I'm being yeah. oppressed by right privilege. <laughs> but wow. we're here to help you, Tori. Like, okay. we're your allies. You understand <laughs> that? Ben and I. <laughs> Y'all the abolitionists. Exactly. All hands matter. Wow. Hey, look, when we come back. Hey, Ben, Ben, all hands on deck. <laughs> all right, when we come back, we'll have more pop culture reports. Wait, what? That's it. Stay like that right here on Tory Lowe. <laughs> it's the Tory Lowe Show on 1017 The Truth, the Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. It's the Tory Lowe Show on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Truth Nation, what's poppin'? It's time to tap into Melanie Ricks for the pop culture report on the Tory Lowe Show on the new 1017 The Truth. 1017 The Truth, Tory Lowe, Tory Lowe Show, pop culture report. Brought to you by MKE in the morning show host, Melanie Ricks. What is going right, on? I heard done. these pop culture streets. Now that we're done discussing um, left hand and the, the right handed agenda, um, I want to talk about Michael B. Jordan and an encounter that um, occurred on the red carpet last week of his new movie Creed 3, which he is starring in and also he directed. Um, there was a like a former classmate of his on the red carpet who's right. a journalist. Um, and basically he remembered her calling, he remembered her calling him corny and he called her out on it. And then other people, Joe Budden, are saying that Michael B. Jordan is he himself corny for calling her out. Um, so I want to play both of those. Ben, do you have both of those audios ready? You know what? So for the sake of time, uh, you know what? Let's, let's do Michael B. Jordan. Let's do Michael B. Jordan. Run that clip real okay. quick. So, shall we got Michael B. Jordan, the director and the star of Creed 3. And, you know, we know each other. We go way back all the way to Chad Science in Newark, okay? Oh, the corny kid, right? <laughs> no, I did not say that. Misquoted for sure. No, you did not hear me say cry. I said we used to make fun of the name. But, yeah, he is obviously killing things out here. How is the difference between you? Hey. He killed him you, with kindness. You go, you go remember when somebody called you uh, corny or fat. Or lame. Uh, just, you know, you're going to remember when people say weird stuff to you because it makes you feel a certain type of way. So, you know, if I look back on a, a lot of the kids that said nasty stuff to me when they was back in high school or elementary, you know, certain things just stuck out, you know, from certain people. No, I agree. Um, there are things that I definitely will never forget even from my childhood that people once said to me. Um, and, and so I, I definitely agree with you on that. Joe Budden called Michael B. Jordan out on his podcast and he, he went on a rant. Like he was not happy. And he said that Michael B. was 
corny for calling that woman out. What? How do y'all feel about it, though? Like, because even though you said people won't forget certain things, that while that may be true, how do you feel about the way in which he called her out for it? I feel how Michael B. Jordan was feeling at the time, and I know that was a bittersweet moment for him. Okay, because for him to remember her calling him corny, all right, and, and and remember, remind, I gotta remind y'all of uh, Michael B. Jordan's uh, career because he also played in hardball as well. So this must have been a time when he must have been in elementary because if you were a kid at the age of twelve and starring in a movie, to me you had to be cool, all right. But if he was seven, eight years old, or eight years old, and he remembered this girl, all right, this this, this light skinned blonde haired girl, all right, uh, calling him corny. Uh, hey, it, it was a win for him. This is a win for his success. This is a, a Creed three that's about to come out. Come on now, this man's winning. And obviously God is showing him that he is doing so. Mm. Yeah, I agree, Ben, because you'd be, but you'd be surprised. So as adults, and even as like the child who was maybe the actor and actually participating in this Hollywood stuff, yeah. you think it's cool. But a lot of celebrities actually call out the fact that their classmates ostracize them for mm. being famous or for being involved in Hollywood projects. Cause a lot of other kids, you know, when they feel like jealous of something or when, you know, like you're the only one doing it, they, they their only response is, Oh, that's weird. You're the only person doing that. Like they right. don't fully understand the coolness of it. Right. And, uh, the, the backstory I know is that they were in the seventh grade together. So it was actually probably around the time that he was shooting hardball that mm. she was, you know, calling him corny and, you know, perhaps it is from way back then that he remembers that. And maybe she did make him feel some type of way because he was uh, an actor in Hollywood as a child. But, like, she bullied him for it or whatever. I don't know if it was her or their classmates. I don't fully know. But and I think that no, it was her. Hold on. I think that this woman, I didn't even know who this woman was. Right. But now the whole world knows who she is. So mm-hmm. at the end of the day, uh, she's on win-win. She's on TMZ. Uh, Joe Button, she may be even on the Joe Button uh, podcast after all of that. I mean, she, she probably ac- will have her. She actually I'd won. try to get on there if I were her. She actually won from this uh, comment that he made. But, yeah, he was pointing out something that took place. But I believe that, and I still don't know this woman's name. But what I'm saying is she is starting to use this as a way to climb the ranks because it seemed like she was like a red carpet person. Now, ain't no. Th- I would love to see in the next, you know, couple months where she ends up. Light-skinned Keisha. I also really like her voice. She has such a, like, a Jersey or Brooklyn type accent. I know that those are different accents. I can't pinpoint where she's from, but I love her voice. So I I agree with you. I think that this is going to jumpstart the rest of her journalism career. So good for her. Hey, she's winning. Full circle. It came full circle. Hey, look, I appreciate you. With the help of her classmate. Right. (laughs) I I like to thank you for that pop culture report, Melanie Ricks. Truth Nation. Thank you for having me. Stay locked in right here on Tory Lowe.